Hello, this is Randy. This is Cole. This is Sydney. And Beth. And welcome to the Holiday Moons Podcast, where we share our love for the holidays with you year round. <laughs> year round. And we're excited to bring to you the podcast today. We are broadcasting live, although this will be recorded, it's actually being recorded. From Orlando, Florida. That's right, Orlando, Florida, near the Disney parks. And we've spent all week at the Disney parks this past week. So our entire podcast will be talking about our trip down to Florida and all the different aspects of it. It's our Disney family Christmas vacation. Annual. (laughs) Not annual. Uh, We traveled after Black Friday, as we mentioned at the last podcast, down to Orlando and found a uh, Beth had done a bunch of research on VRBO, Verbo as they call it in the commercials, <laughs> and even though we've always known it as VRBO, and found a beautiful home very near, I think two or three doors down from another home that we stayed at. <laughs> yep, this <laughs> one is, funny. I would say this one is nicer though. How so? Um, just because it's more of an open layout. It looks very, it's a very kind of vertical space mm-hmm. but it still feels very open yeah and it has a surprising amount of rooms yeah before <laughs> how the space it looks like it would have less space than when you actually walk inside yeah the kitchen the family room the hallway all have vaulted ceilings up to the second floor all the way up so you can actually see the the like there's a little set of cove windows for the second story Cole Cole has basically claimed that entire floor because the first floor has three bedrooms. Um, so Sydney has one of those. We've got another one, and then there's a whole empty bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's another empty bedroom upstairs. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think I just like how open it feels yeah. because of the vaulted mm-hmm. ceilings, mostly. Yep. And the garage has a basically a TV room slash It's got like a den in there. Yeah. It's got some nice leather couches that open out, yeah. big TV that we watched. Mandalorian episode on Yay. this last Friday. So Another fun. bringing it back to Disney there. Right. Right. So a very nice place. Cole, you actually did use the pool today, didn't you? I did use the pool today, yep. And it is a little too cold to use it today. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so it was warm when we got here that first weekend, but it's cooled down quite a bit since then. It has, yeah. Not so much of the rain, though. I know that that can happen a lot in Florida, but right. we managed to... Uh, to miss that yeah. yes and the weather predictors are typically very bad down here they don't know how to predict the weather down here very well it's they call for rain a lot we actually haven't had that much rain which has been very nice so that's been very fortunate for us uh, we obviously didn't come down just to stay in our room in our house we came down to go to the disney parks yes and during the pandemic that's going on right now there's a lot of limitations to the parks we had to actually plan our which parks we were going to on which days well ahead of time and get tickets. And Beth and I could only, because we're annual pass holders, could only reserve three parks at a time. So we had to wait till the first park day was done, about an hour or two after we after, came home, after it closed. Yeah. Then we could reserve the next day. And the only problem that we ran into, well, a couple problems were, were one, Hollywood Studios tends to be booked up. And two, the weekends tend to be booked up. So we ended up having to change our plans multiple times when we were able to book the next day, the next available day, we had to 
not only changed our tickets, but it's changed um, Sydney their uh, specific park tickets because they're not annual pass holders to also match that day, mm-hmm. um, which also meant that our any food reservations we had got messed up. So not an easy process right now. It's no. not. Um, annual pass holders are kind of getting not what the, they short, the short <laughs> end of the stick as far as you know yeah. as far as that goes, but. Yeah. It's not an easy time for anything. So the fact that we're able to make it work yeah, is and, kind of a... And happily we did. We didn't get everywhere we wanted to as often as we wanted to, but we still made it. We, we ended up being able to go to the different parks together. And the first three days were awesome because we could um, we had everything planned out. So after that, we had a harder time then because we had to add the days. Right, and it right. was individually, so we lost another. Right, and we lost some parks. And it stuff. hadn't happened before, and we were surprised that a couple, mainly Hollywood Studios, was booked up completely, so we right. weren't able to get in at all. And last Friday, there was only one park available to us. Yes, yeah, to the annual pass holders. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so if we would have, if this would have been our only time here, our first time here, like it would have been. But we've been here a million times, so it's it, we can ride it out. For the first five days of our trip, we went to the parks starting on Monday for five days. We went to Epcot, then Magic Kingdom, then Hollywood Studios, then Animal Kingdom, Kingdom, and then Epcot again. Epcot again. And we did this because we had originally wanted to do Hollywood Studios on two days. Yes. We wanted to do it on that Saturday, I think. Yeah. And we weren't able to get that second day. Right. So we had originally had a break day in the middle of these five parks. Yes. We don't normally do but, five in a row. Right. We don't normally do five in a row. But just the way that the timing and worked out, we had to be flexible. This was kind of the best way to maximize going to all the parks. Right. But we got to experience all the parks and all the different aspects of the parks. Exactly. Which were very fun and are um, kind of unique to the holiday season um, from a decoration perspective, music, food, lots of the food items. Some of the rides specifically are targeted towards um, the holidays. Um, And then, um, so a lot of fun aspects there. So let's first talk about food because food is a very fun and important part of our trips. Right. We like to find unique foods as well as get some favorites from different places along the way. So let's talk about food for a minute. Yes. So I believe the during the last podcast, I talked about the 2020 Epcot Festival of the Holidays and the various menus yeah. right. and food items available. So we did try some of them. Um, during our first day at Epcot, me and mom tried the pumpkin gingerbread cheesecake with cranberry whipped topping and candied pumpkin seeds. <laughs> and that was by far, I think, my favorite dessert of I the agree. whole trip. Me too. Yes. yes. I mean, it was fabulous. <laughs> um, as And during that lunch hour, I went to both the Germany booth and got a cheese fondue plate. It's fantastic. Yes. In a bread bowl. In a bread bowl. It came with steamed baby vegetables like carrots and um, marbled potatoes. Oh my gosh, the potatoes were so good. All of that was so good. 
And I also went to the Italian booth and got the Italian flatbread. I was not as impressed with the Italian flatbread as I was with the cheese fondue, but both were very good. Right, and they're supposed to be very different dishes. Mm-hmm. Like the cheese fondue is clearly supposed to have a very strong flavor, whereas flatbread is supposed to be a little less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, while we were at Epcot, we went to kind of like a little holiday festival food area where I went first and then I think we came back as a family. Right. And we got like, um, well, when I was there, I got a non-alcoholic eggnog and a gingerbread cookie. Both were excellent. So when we came back as a family, we got the gingerbread cookies Um as well as like a cheese it was a charcuterie board yeah Yeah, we got two of those because they were fairly small and we were just able to split it and it was wonderful and it was really enjoyable at so that was at epcot at magic kingdom uh mom got the what was it the fa la la funnel cake except she had it without the strawberries so they had like whipped cream and strawberries on top and the festive part was the sprinkles but when she asked for no strawberries on top i guess they also interpreted that as no sprinkle no fun sprinkles no sprinkles for you. so no falala right but it was still incredible but still funnel cake by itself fantastic and it was it was crispy and the outside tender i mean it was really good funnel cake yes yes and then at hollywood studios we always like the trolley car um Starbucks because they have really generally really good food items. So we got a red velvet whoopie pie, mm. and it had powdered sugar on it, and it did have sprinkles on the side. It did, and it had cheese. Um, what is that? Cream, Cream cheese, cheese filling. Yeah, yeah, icing filling, and yeah. it was ginormous. It was so big. So we split it between three of us, and it was excellent. And last but not least, Animal Kingdom at Animal Kingdom Starbucks. I saw a, it was a cupcake of sorts. It had a brownie bottom and it had peppermint, mousse, like dome on top. And it was delicious. But when we were taking it out, I had a white shirt on and it almost fell on my white shirt. Except me and mom were able to catch it. And the red, so it was covered in red dye and it like stained Orange. Your skin, yeah. Yeah. But, so we had to eat it. Mm-hmm. And then once we ate it, we went and washed up and actually washed up pretty well. It but did. It was delicious. Mm. It, was it was worth very it. good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They're very fun food items mm-hmm. along the way. So let's switch over to the decorations. Like as you go into the parks and you see it decked out for Christmas. What, what are your thoughts on that? Magic Kingdom is usually one of the more impressive ones for yeah. decorations. I think that Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios does a great job with very vintage looking holiday lights and decorations. I know that on their street lamps, uh, they put these kind of illuminated circular figures and they have these vintage reindeer and Santa Claus heads on them. And each park has its own massive Christmas tree. And most of the time it's at the front. It's not always. Sometimes it's in a little bit. But each of them are themed to the different aspects of that park. Right. Right. So Magic Kingdom 
tends to have a lot of the decorations from the front of the park to the castle. Hollywood Studios has them all over the place. Animal Kingdom, surprisingly, now has them all over the place, too. Throughout yeah. the whole park. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. This this year was pretty impressive with the, Holly, with the Animal Kingdom decorations. I found myself stopping a lot and looking at them. So they've really... Yeah. Brought that up a notch. It really good. Yeah. Really they really good. did. They really did. And Epcot had a lot of spaces where there were a lot of decorations and a lot of spaces where there really weren't a lot of decorations. Well, Epcot is is normally decorated throughout the world showcase. Right. Except for some lands that don't celebrate Christmas. Right. So like uh, China doesn't have decorations. Right. Morocco doesn't have decorations. But I think the rest of the lands are all pretty decked out. For Christmas now, the front part because there's so much construction in the front of Epcot, there's it's really kind of a mixed bag up front. There's not as many. Yeah, yeah, but it's interesting because definitely in the lands where they do celebrate Christmas, there is a lot of spaces that are decorated. But as you're walking through the land, there may also be like a big empty. Oh yeah, Italy is definitely like that. Italy is like that. I believe that uh, even, England was like that too. Even were, Norway, mm-hmm. like it, some of it was, some of it wasn't. Like the uh-huh. Stave Church wasn't. I would right. say Germany was all decked out. Germany was, yeah, was pretty decked out. Yeah. Especially their little uh, train section where there's like little trains going around. Although they missed the opportunity to decorate the little town yeah. with little Christmas things. That would That's have been fun. true. But the. Um, but the trees, like you said, like the, the Epcot tree, which is in the front of the World Showcase, which is the, it kind of is the connecting part between the World Showcase and the front of the park. Right. Is where that tree is. And that's a huge, beautiful tree. Right. And that there. one has ornaments with the different flags on them. Kind right. of very international looking yeah. symbols on it. I think that that one has, instead of a star, an angel holding a globe or yeah, something so. like that. Yeah, I think you're right. It was an angel holding something. I right. remember that. Or yeah. maybe just a kind of very noble looking figure holding yeah. something. And if, so if you like Christmas decorations and Christmas lights, um, any of the parks are great. Um, they're, Absolutely. They're yeah. themed. The Animal Kingdom ones are more themed to the land that they're in. Which is kind of neat to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hollywood Studios is more like Cole said, more of the the vintage kind of yeah, that's uh, really look cool and feel, see. which is really neat. Mm-hmm. No, Star Wars was not decorated for Life Day. No, that was yeah. unfortunate. Wookie Life Day. <laughs> I thought that was unfortunate. No, so says, Thank Magic Kingdom pretty well decked out, and then what's the other one I'm missing? Epcot. 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 Yeah, we, which we talked about. So a lot of great decorations in all of those. Yeah, and which because we saw all of the trees. Which of the trees do you think you like the best? Because the one in Magic Kingdom had more of the, what you would expect, like a lot of kind of Mickey stuff on it, and very kind of conventional but contemporary ornaments on it. I would say my my favorite was the, and this is Beth, was Hollywood Studios. Really? What was that tree like? It was in the middle of the water area, so they had huge water ornaments floating in the land and then i took several pictures at night of the tree and it was mirror image was in the water yes so it was this crazy beautiful um picturesque so so creative what disney does with those trees yeah i really did like the animal kingdom one 
uh, it had a lot of, I guess, more earthy decorations. Definitely, yeah. It had sort animals of animals on it. Uh, a lot lions. of animals, but not just animals, but like animal heads that would be made out of mm-hmm. like wood. wood that was bound together or. Yeah. And the uh, garland was kind of like burlapy garden garland right. around the tree. And, right. It, yeah. I thinking about it, I think it may have been maybe the most heavily themed tree to its park. Yeah. It I think that you could have gotten away with maybe switching a couple of the other trees around, but I think that Animal Kingdom was clearly Animal Kingdom's right. tree. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I could pick a favorite tree. I, I love all of them. They're each. <laughs> I mean, they're each special in their each, own way. They're each very special in their own way. So yeah, I don't. Know, I I love them all. <laughs> yeah, I, that's not shocking. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure if I could choose either. Like, I have fond memories of. Um, I really like Animal Kingdom. I always like taking pictures underneath um, the tree at Christmas time at Magic Kingdom. But I remember at Epcot, me, Dad, and Mom had this picture taken in front of the Epcot tree. And the way it came out, this was a photo pass picture. Yeah, so a picture that the park photographers took. Right. And the way it came out was the lights were behind us were blurry, but they were all Mickey head shaped. Yes. They, and that was so cute. So it, it yeah, yeah, all the parks have like little cute details. Yeah, it's a but that wasn't that this time. No, no, that was last that time. That was last time. Yeah. But it was really neat. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the Magic Kingdom Park is tree is interesting. The Magic Kingdom Park tree is interesting. Because you can actually see the whole way underneath the tree. So mm-hmm. the only tree yes, that you can yes. see it's elevated. Yeah, from the bottom up. So it actually has lights on the bottom of the tree. Mm-hmm. And the bottom of the tree is fully covered with, um, you know, the fake um, needles, pine needles. Yeah, and all the lights. And then there are decorations underneath. Yes. And that's a photo op time. Yeah, exactly. The, right. your, the professional photographers will yeah, take them. Cool. I will say this year you had to have your masks on, so yeah. um, yes. so that was a difference. But it was history. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So all pictures had masks on. Mm-hmm. Whether you're on the ride, whether you're getting pictures in front of the tree or other photo places, you pretty much knew you were going to have a mask on, and it was all about smiling with your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting because if you are on a ride. That snaps a picture, you know, for you to react to something, usually a drop or a dinosaur popping out at you. Right. Something and you're like not wearing the mask, they won't put it up for you. That's right. They won't send it to you. They so. will not send it to you if you're not wearing a mask. That's mask the picture. rule. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You have to yeah. wear your so mask. So be very aware of that if maybe you're a kind of person who wants to sneak the mask off during a ride. Yeah. Or you think, oh, we're the only family on this ride vehicle, so that right. must be fine. It's right. not fine. It's not fine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's switch to the music. So we talked about the decorations in each of the park. Uh, what about the music in each of the parks? I would say, especially Hollywood Studios, it, it seemed like they took Mom's pay- playlist. Yeah, Mom's Christmas it playlist. It really did seem yeah. like that. Because it's a lot of kind of the oldie but goodie. Yeah, classic. Kind of crooner kind of uh, mm-hmm. Christmas Songs. Along yeah. with Harry Connick Jr. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think there was words of Michael was Michael Bublé in there. Yep, and then Gwen Stefani's new album. Yeah, so was mixed in it's there. It's just this huge mix of yes. you know from Bing Crosby to Gwen Stefani. And right? I think that Hollywood Studios was the one where I heard the most like Christmas songs, not Disney music, music yeah. that sounds Christmassy, but actual Christmas songs. 
Yeah, I think the Hollywood Studios and the Disney Springs. Disney right. Springs did too. Yeah, Disney Springs played that pretty consistently. Yeah. Um, in Magic Kingdom, they generally go with the Disney kind of theme songish kind of music. Yes. Mm-hmm. Even though it's Christmas themed, it's still that kind of family. Music. Right. And Epcot kind of does something similar. Right. Where, except it sounds a little more, you know, it's the whole international thing, so it's supposed right. to sound a little more grand or right. classical in the way that it's put together. Yes. And Animal Kingdom sounds more like you've got a lot of kind of percussion drums. Yes. And now, I will say, over in Dino Land, they were playing the playlist. The, the, My playlist. The classic <laughs> Christmas playlist yeah. in Dino Land. But everywhere else, it was more themed to the land. Dino Land exactly. and Animal Kingdom. Dino, Dino Land and Animal Kingdom was... And yeah. then Hollywood Studios was... We heard more songs. Yeah, just yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Other than Star Wars area. Right. And right. Toy Story. That's true. Toy and then area. Disney Springs, for those of the, you who might not know, is not one of the Disney parks. Right. It's a separate shopping area that is heavily Disney... Yes. Right. Lots of other restaurants too, in addition to Disney. Shops, right. And a giant world of Disney yes. shop. Yeah. That's just massive. Yes. And huge we place. all love to go every time that. Absolutely. We're down here. Yes. <laughs> yes. Multiple times. Yes. So then, one of the things that parks are also known for, but we knew was going to be changed, is the entertainment. Like we knew coming down, there wouldn't be full parades, there wouldn't be full fireworks shows. A lot of the Entertainment that usually happens. A lot of times, they'll have live singers or people doing performances yeah, in different areas, yep. right? Like on the castle, especially right? at Christmas time, yep. right? So we knew that was going to be different this year. So what what were your thoughts on the on the entertainment through the parks? Well, kind of going from going park to park in Magic Kingdom, they had. Did you guys see any cavalcades yes. when we were in Magic Kingdom? So yeah. instead of parades, they have these little cavalcades where a few characters and maybe a float will go by. Right, with and the music the, theme With the that. music, and it's to keep big crowds from forming. Right. And the characters will wave. Right. It's very interactive. So cavalcades are point. a big thing in Magic Kingdom. So those are a fun source of entertainment there. The other... But the, really the big entertainment thing I feel like at Magic Kingdom was that they illuminate the castle and they use projection technology to make it look like it's themed in different ways and certain parts of it are moving. And they, sh- they actually shoot off a few little fireworks. They don't have a whole fireworks show because they don't want everyone to accumulate there. And um, you don't – and it's random. You don't right, know and it's, it's random. Happen. Well, the I think the projections – change every 15 minutes and when they do this music will play so you know it's coming the uh, fireworks will go off with the the magic sound of the uh, castle changing color so um, it is a little more predictable than the cavalcades which are more random the other thing they do in magic kingdom is they will do uh, characters they still do characters in restaurants but they're more at a distance um, and they'll do characters outside that you can take uh, selfies with, but at a distance. Like sometimes they'll be up on a balcony somewhere, or they'll be behind a gated, um, grassy area. Mm-hmm. Uh, those kinds of things. So they that's so kind of how they manage that. So people can see them. The kids can see them. They're very right. visible, yeah. but not touchable yeah. when you can't get near them. Now it's interesting because I actually saw a couple of those at Epcot too. Exactly. Like I saw Winnie the Pooh holding a set of Christmas bells at Epcot that um, 
And he was like in the grassy. And he was like in the grassy area in England. Uh, and there was a little girl who really wanted to hug Pooh, but <laughs> could not because that is the coronavirus nature of right, yeah. the time. Yeah. Yep. And so moving to Epcot, which usually has a lot of live entertainment, they oh, yeah. still Especially had Especially during these festivals. Yes, exactly. So they still had more things going on. They had cavalcades. In this mm-hmm. case, it was there was a Santa cavalcade. There was a Mickey and Minnie goofy cavalcade. And then there was a Frozen, frozen yeah. cavalcade. Um, that went through at different times. You can kind of hear them coming because the music changes. Mm-hmm. Right. So you know that they're coming, which is kind of nice. And then everyone was good about just kind of stopping where they were and waiting mm-hmm. for them to come. Uh, but they also used the la- the big pavilion theater in the American Pavilion to cycle through some shows. We saw the Voices of Liberty, which are an acapella group. They were singing Christmas music at the time. So we saw them, well, I saw them twice. Once on the first day, we saw part of their act, and then the second time we went to Epcot, I saw their full act. Um, and I love listening to them. But they also did uh, the Mexican act, uh, played Christmas music, Feliz Navidad um, Christmas music there as well. And, and I think there was one other one. Uh, is the Mexican one the mariachi yes. band? Yep. yep. Yeah, and it was interesting because I heard the mariachi band playing a lot. Yeah. So they were very, they were there. They were there. A, a, a good bit, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. The um, the Voices of Liberty were on a stage, and they did a really good job in the American Pavilion. They did a really good job of keeping the benches that you would look from separate. Right. So they had benches blocked off. They had sections of benches blocked off. Um, no seating in this area, so it kept people yeah. at a distance from each other. So they did a good job. Yeah. The only other live entertainment I can think of was. In the pavilion that Sydney mentioned, where we went inside and got gingerbread and eggnog, they had a, a piano player mm-hmm. alive, <laughs> piano player kind of way in the back because mm-hmm. that's a big uh, location. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she was singing and playing music, Christmas music. Well, and there. there's a couple of things that they had, but we missed. Like the Canada Land has, well, they'll have a stage where they're doing live music. Yes, live Canadian music. Live Canadian music. <laughs> yes, but that's one of the few because it's a stage. And again, they kind of rope off or section off sections you can't sit at or you can't sit at. And it's a shorter show, so not as big a crowd comes in. Right. The Animal Kingdom cavalcades are actually on the water. Which is pretty cool. Which is pretty cool. So they have boats that come through occasionally, and they'll be either with characters or with um, a drum band. Yep. And then at Hollywood Studios, they have cavalcades, but I didn't see them. I saw one. You saw one? Yeah, when I stayed in the park. Okay. Um... And Cole saw it too when he came last time. It's yes. the Toy Story. It's Toy figures. Story and the Incredibles. The Incredibles. Those yeah. are the, and they're both together. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably the Incredibles first, and yeah. then there's a car and buzzes up on the car, and yeah, and then the toy soldiers. Uh, and then behind. the toy soldiers behind. Yeah. yeah. So what did you guys think? Let's switch to the rides. So some of the rides are actually themed for Christmas. So we got to go on several of those. We got in Magic Kingdom, we went on Jingle Cruise, which was themed for Christmas. Yes, and I think that's the biggest one that I think of when I think of a ride that's themed for Christmas. In, in Walt Disney World. In Walt Disney World. Right. Well, really, anyway. Well, I know... Yeah. Um, and then at Epcot, Living with the Land mm-hmm. was it themed was for Christmas. It was surprisingly much more themed this so year. So Living with the Land is a ride that takes you through aquaponics area and a greenhouse in Disney World. It's normally 
a very kind of chill ride. Maybe educational. It's educational. It's one that you go on um, to kind of relax a little bit. But they just had the greenhouse decked out with Christmas lights. I've never seen that many lights on it before. No, we've gone through at Christmas time. Yes. Before, so yes. We, you know, comparing it to two years ago, basically and this this year, I mean, there was a lot, a yeah. lot of lights, which yeah. was awesome. And fun. they were assembled in creative ways yeah. too, to make like Mickey heads, and mm-hmm. there were um, snowmen and giant presents and giant um, ornaments giant and ornaments, ornaments hanging off of some of the trees. Right. Yes, yeah. it was just. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Normally, even if someone wouldn't like living with the land, going on it at Christmas time yeah. in the evening when it's dark enough to see all of those lights right. is worth... Definitely. Yeah, it's definitely worth your time. Yeah. yeah. There were no themed rides or changed to be holiday-specific rides at Animal Kingdom, were there? Not, Not any that we, we saw. saw. Right. Yeah. I think some of the lines had yes. Christmassy decorations in Definitely. And same with... Hollywood Studios, there were no themed rides that we went on. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So just not a lot of themed rides, just a few, but very fun. Yeah. And They're really, done. the Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom are the two of the ones that are a little more, I guess, Mickey-ish. Like yes. a lot of Disney properties are in both of those parks. Right. So those tend to get decorated a lot more because... A lot of Disney decorating is very Mickey property kind of ornaments and lights and yeah. all of that stuff. But we did go on several rides, just regular rides, um, and we you know we ate lots of places. And you know a lot of people ask about how is it from crowds perspective, from a safety perspective, given that you're there during a pandemic. Or global pandemic. Exactly. And a lot of people, I think, get worried, too, because it's Florida and right. Not mask in- rules aren't as strict in Florida. That's right. That's right. But Disney is very strict with their policies. Yes. Uh, regardless of what the state does, they they check your, check your temperature going in and out of parks and, and shopping areas. They um, do all the security scanning as well, and they've really simplified that process. So that yes. becomes very low touch because even though the security part isn't part of the pandemic part it's related because it used to be very high touch you're close to a person yes um, and now it's all hands-free you walk through these uh, large kind of uh, standing structures and it's a lot simpler and then they only occasionally pull people over if it's something you know unusual comes up disney is also very good at continually having a loop of directions on Wearing your mask. And Disney does require people to wear their mask above their nose. Yes. Yes. And the cast members, any of the cast members will call you out. Mm -hmm. Yes. And if you are a repeat offender, you will be asked to leave the park. And they have repeated that over and over again in the park. And not only that, we've actually had people on rides. Like if we we went to the safari ride at Animal Kingdom where we had a driver. And he actually mentioned that too. Yeah. Um... So, they, yes, they are very conscious of um, rules and what you need to yeah. do to follow them. And yes. this is also yeah. true in um, Disney Springs as well. Yes, it is. They, they are also the very thing. strict with yep. masks. Yes. You, can, and you have to wear them up, covering your nose and your mouth unless you are eating or drinking and stationary. Like yes. Actively eating and, and drinking. And even if you're stationary, stationary, 
and in a line, you cannot eat no. or drink at all while you're in line for a ride. Right. Which is, which is new from September when I was here. As long as you were stationary, you could eat or drink, uh, even if you were in line. So that's something that's changed over these last few months. Yeah. So how did you guys feel about the, the lines going into, the, into different rides and then the rides themselves? Well, from a pandemic perspective, a lot of the lines are really good. When you're going in, yeah, they take a lot of care to separate people, make sure that you're socially distanced. A um, lot of cues to show right, you. A lot of cues. When you are lines, right. yep. Um, but when you are going out of a lot of these rides, it is kind of a free for all. Yeah, it's yeah. every man, woman, child for themselves. <laughs> yeah, there's no social distancing guidelines. No. Uh, the best social distancing exits from rides or rides. That just happens to be the exit. Just happened to be that way, right? Right. Yeah. Like have a railing in between, or right. have like a single file kind of exit. Right. Less people are coming out at one time, right? Than than other times. So yeah. So I noticed that too. That it was generally a little more chaotic coming out. I think part of that was because the flow of people, the people who weren't standing next to each other for periods of time, is is a is better. From a not catching something from somebody else, right? You're right. walking, not just standing. There's not a line to exit. Right. Like, but if there's a big crowd of people there, that group can't move as quickly. So then you do kind of get stuck. People aren't as conscious of social distancing. Right. They don't seem to be. Right. <laughs> and you can, all you can do is kind of do it for yourself, right? You kind of like back off or go to the side or wait or whatever you can. And that's not all the rides, no. but because we're so used to social distancing, you notice when it's not social distancing. Right. Like we were talking about how now it's bizarre to see someone out right. without a mask on. Yes. And I will say some rides, and again, just like Cole said, just because that's the way they are made, are better with the non-touch or, um, you know, no touching or no touches touching. less. Right. Um, touches less the surfaces as you can yes. than others, right? Because some rides still require you to pull down a bar. Right. Whereas others, like you just get in and that's it. Right. 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 So, and sometimes I would just be really self-conscious. Um, like for instance, the Flights of Passage, right? That requires you to get like onto and into kind of almost a vehicle. Yeah. And I didn't see them like spraying Lysol on it after the people left and stuff. So I was just super self-conscious. And basically I told you guys to not touch your face, but you're kind of stuck there. Until you clean your hands off. Right, We don't know that they didn't. We just didn't see them. Yeah, they because I know I've read online that that they regularly clean, you know, they'll stop the ride to clean. And Mm -hmm. we experienced on a couple rides... Basically, the whole ride system would shut down for a period of time. Yeah. We kind of assumed that's what they were doing because nobody was moving. Right. And I'd read about that. So I know, in theory, that's what they're doing. But yeah, yeah, we didn't see it, but we hope that that's what they're they're actually doing. Interestingly, the lines to get into places looked huge. (laughs) They looked terrible. Because they have lines on the ground every six feet. 
right. and you, they want you to social distance. So even though it looks like it's crazy long, it really doesn't take that long yeah. for most rides. to get through. Yeah. And, we or, s- and it doesn't take longer than normal. Right. It just looks like it would. And we said it was actually pleasant to walk through the lines. I right. liked it better because people weren't like breathing down your neck and right. they weren't like squishing you forward. And generally you were moving. You were. Yeah, right. you oh actually were walking a lot. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, so that was the positive part of, of that right. part of the line. You just have so, to know. Especially the, a longer and really well decorated line was pleasant to go through. Like I imagine we didn't end up going on Expedition Everest. But that's one where they have like a little museum in the line and a lot of decorations, so Right. That's actually would benefit you to stand in line for a little longer. Right, yeah. And if there was a ride with a lot of switchbacks, like going back and forth in line, they put plexiglass barriers up high yep. so that you were you know, not breathing on each other along the way either. Yep. And I noticed that on the Jingle Cruise. Yeah. Uh, or the Jungle Cruise normally, uh, they have plexiglass. Yeah. And they will separate people, and it's very interesting. Now, the plexiglass, right, because that was in the boats, right? In the boats. And then the safari, for the safari ride over in Animal Kingdom, they had it in between the rows. They had a plexiglass sheet going across the whole way. So, And the restaurants also did a good job in separating um, the the table groups from each other. Yeah. Uh, So that was also uh, very positive. Felt yeah. very safe the entire time. And Disney, Disney just in general did a great job yeah. with its pandemic security. The worst part I think we experienced was we went to a local steakhouse. This was a non-Disney owned, non-Disney property. So it was just like, you know, normal restaurant. And, and it was literally, a madhouse. It was. Everybody was squished together. There was no, um, I mean, I, I saw a lot of masks on, but there was no like regulation of like, distancing people with booths and tape none of that we happened to be kind of off in a in a kind of on a corner which was which, which was, was excellent yeah. yeah um so we were we were fine and it was good food but it was, it was it, we wouldn't have wanted to have experienced yeah. that a lot and that's yeah. not something and that's definitely something that's not disney-esque because right. disney does because disney does such a good job in its restaurants especially mm-hmm. right so, from my perspective, I think, first of all, I think the trip was a lot of fun. We mm-hmm. still have one more park to go to. That's Magic Kingdom tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Second uh, time. Second time. That's right. Uh, do some things that we didn't get to do the first time and see the decorations and things along the way. But I think we got a lot out of the trip. It was a, a very fun trip and a oh, very yeah. safe trip mm-hmm. along the way. Would I recommend it right now? I would recommend it only for people who have done this before or are experienced with Disney trips just because there's so much planning that you're limited on right now yeah. that it could become very frustrating if you live very far away and this is like your big trip. You may not get everything out of it. Yeah, and I would also say it's a lot easier to do this with either older children or grown children. Yes. There were a lot of toddlers I saw and the parents, I mean, you... They couldn't help the toddlers touching everything right. because that's just toddlers. Or keeping right? a mask on. Keeping a mask on. Right. Although Disney does require, what, ages two and up to yep. have a mask yep. on? Ages two and up yes. have to wear masks. And they yes. are very strict with that yeah. as well. But, um, but yeah, planning-wise, it, it would be best to know, have pre-knowledge of it yeah. and older kids. Here. Yeah. Yes, you guys would agree with that? And for a final thought, this is not necessarily holiday related, but I finally got to go on Rise of the Resistance, 
and Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway. Both were excellent. Love both. Highly suggest both. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Highly recommended. Yes. Very fun. Yes. Excellent rides, both of them. Yes. Our future festivities are for the week of December 21st. December 21st is Yule Day. December 22nd is National Date Not Bread Day. December 23rd is National Pfeffernoose Day. <laughs> December 24th is Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. December 25th, Christmas Day. Merry Christmas. December 26th, Boxing Day. And December 27th, National Fruitcake Day. You can follow us on social media. On Twitter, we are at holiday underscore moons. On Instagram, we are at Holiday Moons, one word. We have a Facebook group and a Facebook page that you can find by searching Holiday Moons in the search bar. And you can email us at any time at holidaymoons at gmail.com. So for Randy, Cole, Sydney, and Beth, Merry Christmas! Season.